The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station K LSR Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZZ Channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah and parts of Nevada, Idaho and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. As well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Kali for over 90 years. And our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. 
The role of the born-again believer relies on many aspects of the Spirit-led life. As a prayer warrior praying for the salvation of soul takes new meaning when the prayer is for all the salvation of a loved one. When worshiping in song, the believer is filled with love for the unbeliever, love for strangers and neighbors, and love for oneself. Giving of one's time and energy to the Lord's work shows an appreciation and thankfulness for all the Lord has done. All of this, dear television viewers, are not possible without the belief one needs to continue his or her service in the Lord. It is faith that holds the believer's heart, mind, and spirit. It is faith that carries a spirit-led warrior through the hardest tribulation, and it is faith that gives the believer strength. The church choir under the direction of Amelia Hahn will open the musical portion of the program with the glorious melody entitled Faith to Carry On. The choir will be accompanied by Ethan Matsuki on the piano, Christy Hahn on the organ. We invite you to sing along with the choir as you see the words appear on your television screen.
The church band, under the direction of head pastor William M. Hahn, Jr., will perform their rendition of the song entitled, Walking with the Lord. Our soloist this morning is Pohaku Korder, and she has chosen to sing today the melody entitled, Look For Me. Pohaku will be accompanied by Iris Locke on the piano, yours truly, Mason Asano on the guitars, and Associate Pastor Marvin Abing on the bass. Jasper walls and bright golden avenue as you behold all its beauty and its splendor remember there's this one request I make of you look for me for I will be there too 
As you go down your list of first, there's no question you want to see your loved ones waiting there for you. And when you feel you've shared your story, the last one that wants to hear you tell just how you made it through look for me I'd like to hear it too I read so much to view after you've been there ten thousand years a million maybe to look for me for i will be there too Thank you, Pohaku, for that wonderful rendition. And now the church choir will sing their second number for today entitled, New Song in My Soul, an Old Time Religion, a wonderful melody giving praise and glory to our Heavenly Father. Oh. 
Thank you, choir. What an inspiring melody. And now the members of the church orchestra under the leadership of yours truly have gathered together and are waiting to play the number entitled, Jesus is the Joy of Living.
husband and wife duo, associate pastor Marvin and Sherilyn Abing, will testify in song the number entitled, It's Not an Easy Road. This beautiful number is meant to encourage and prepare the believer for what lies ahead in the Lord's work and his spirit-led walk. Yes, to live the life of Jesus has challenges, but the final victory is so sweet. I'd like to dedicate today's number to a faithful television viewer, Mrs. Faith Inoye of Wahewa, Hawaii. Mrs. Inoye, may your week be filled with joy and blessings only given by our Heavenly Father. Take care and have a joyful day. with me and brightens my journey and light is everywhere Though I am offered foot sore and weary from travel Though I am often bound with me and by
Greetings in the sweet name of Jesus. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandog, and I would like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in the county as for viewing audience. Especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, this telecast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBVTV, channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KEC1, Channel 9 in Arizona, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. And also from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KJZ-TV, channel 14 of Salt Lake City, Utah, Pasa Fundada, Idaho, and Wyoming. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY-TV, channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on time on the cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, Please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our schedule of the gospel service here in Homestead, Hawaii. Service is at the temple at every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service starts at 10 a.m. and divine healing service at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begins at 9 a.m. and prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue, gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by our neighbor Live Branch churches as service is always conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kanekake Molokai, Pastor Kenneth L. Rivera in Nahanamaui, Pastor Walter I.T. in Lloyd Hill, Hawaii, Pastor Leonard Kiwai Asano Sr. in Kolo, Hawaii, Pastor Helen Sparrow in Bologna, Pitwain, and Pastor Vest Rivera in Presidoras, Cobalto, Bidnau, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections, or if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support this telecast and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of telecast. And I'd like to return our program back to trusty associate pastor, Edwin Sport Sr., who will bring forth a spirit-directed and spirit-inferred sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. Are you familiar with the Bible's account of the five wise virgins and the five foolish virgins who each took a lamp with them as they set out to meet their bridegroom, the Lord Jesus Christ? Do you recall how the five foolish ones were unprepared and were forced to stop and buy oil to fill their lamps, which had run dry? The ending of the story was a tragic one for them as their door of opportunity to be the bride of Christ was shut down with an irrevocable finality and it became a door never to be opened again. 
they had not been prepared. Therefore, it is my utmost prayer that the message I have prepared and entitled Jesus Christ is the Gospel Sermon will motivate you to learn how to have your lamps filled and be as ready and prepared as the five wise virgins were in order to meet Jesus Christ who returns. And so that the door of opportunity to be saved and live eternally with the Lord will not slam shut on you. We all need comfort, strength, guidance, wisdom, and help to resolve the many unending problems we encounter in our daily lives. And the best remedy is to seek the Lord Jesus Christ, who has the divine power and ability to fulfill our every need. We therefore encourage you all to join in today's telecast as we come together in prayer and supplication unto the Lord Jesus Christ to be blessed by Him. And today's telecast sermon will be that important step in the right direction to bring us all into a closer walk with Him. The ministry of Jesus Christ spanned approximately three and one-half years. The cities of Capernaum and Tiberias that line the Sea of Galilee can vividly recall the profound truths of His words, His commanding presence, and His power-filled sermons, which captivated those who listened with a believing heart. Eventually, Jesus Christ took His ministry northward to Jerusalem, and as the numbers of followers dwindled because of unbelief, more time was spent with a smaller company of committed disciples. It was during the last year of His ministry that He spent time preparing the disciples for His physical absence and imminent departure from the earth. And today, dear television viewers, our telecast ministry serves a primary purpose of preparing all believers everywhere for the unpreventable soon coming return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, today the redemption of His saints is definitely at hand, and we must all prepare ourselves for the great event. And perhaps some today maybe ask you about the righteousness of God. The simple answer should be that the righteousness of God is Jesus Christ Himself. The life He lived, the words He spoke, the hearts He touched, and the lives He changed is the primary example for all men to follow. In Matthew 4, 18 and 19, the Lord Jesus Christ called Peter and Andrew, saying, And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren. Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. At the young age of 12, he confounded and astonished the scholarly doctors in the temple. And his parents, Joseph and Mary, returned to Jerusalem looking for him, as denoted in Luke 2, 48 and 49. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he saith unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wish ye not that I must be about my father's business? Today we too also say that we are about our father's business. It is essential that we also occupy a position of trust and be conscientious of our behavior in public and in private as religious leaders within the church today. The preacher's motto is to practice what we preach. Hence, each sermon we preach is applicable to the preacher first and then to the congregation. And to our fellow preachers in the world today, we must be encouraged to welcome the challenge of living according to the Word of God. For the Word of God has never changed, and the requirements given to the apostles of Jesus Christ still apply to each and every one who preaches His Word today.
Yes, even though today's society may have changed its views regarding Jesus Christ. We are reminded in Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Christian leaders today need greater boldness and stronger intestinal fortitude to stand and be counted for the name and blood of Jesus Christ. And all Christian believers must embrace the promises of Jesus Christ without reservation and seek to live daily with God's warning in mind that states Jesus coming soon. Furthermore, believers must also understand that any teaching of lifestyle that is contrary to God's word, the Bible, is not of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hence, the Lord Jesus Christ himself is the gospel of the kingdom of God, and every man, woman, and child must accept his plan of salvation. Galatians 1, 10 through 12 exhorts, For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not of man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. The true servants of God must believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And God's way is the only true way to live one's life. In God's eyes, there is no substitute for righteousness, and it confirms the necessity for water baptism by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. To be saved through grace is a revelation from God, and today Jesus Christ is leading his church through the power of his Holy Spirit. The power of God's Holy Spirit has not diminished, and it is present and available to all mankind to help them live a life above sin and to achieve the promise of eternal life in heaven above. Jesus Christ is alive, and he lives within our hearts through the power of his Holy Spirit. And believers must anticipate the next greatest event, which is the return and soon coming of Jesus Christ in clouds of glory. His first appearance in the second advent will be to gather his believers from this lost and dying world, calling of God's people home on that resurrection morning will unite the dead in Christ with all the living who daily await his return. We have the confidence in God's word and the holy scriptures which point to the soon coming return of Jesus Christ to call up his bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. The dead in Christ shall rise first, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The exhilaration of the rapture should be evident in the lives of every true born-again believer. However, questions like, are we ready for his return? And are we living the life approved by God? Often puzzle and divide the Christian realm. And we cannot say that we are saved by faith alone or by being a prudent person with Christian principles is sufficient to save anyone. Some may try to evade the straight and narrow path by saying all denominations preach the same doctrine. And we know that this is not true. The right answer is to ask the Lord Jesus Christ for his Holy Spirit to teach us the truth about salvation. The Pharisee Saul of Tarsus was on the vengeful path of persecuting the saints of God and the church. However, he experienced a face-to-face -face encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ and was converted on the road to Damascus. Once enlightened, 
His name was changed to Paul, the apostle. And he then preached the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind. We too, like Paul, read the same Bible and do seek after the promise of eternal life, being likened to Paul, the apostle. Hence, we accept the necessity of water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and continue to testify to others about the life-saving salvation of Jesus Christ. Accepting the plan of salvation preached by the Lord Jesus Christ will enable us to have our names listed in the Lamb's book of life in heaven above. Another Pharisee named Nicodemus came to see Jesus Christ concerning the salvation of his soul as we read in John 3, 1 through 4. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? in these perilous times that we live in. The salvation of the soul of every man, woman, and child must be our highest priority in this life. Nicodemus, a learned Jewish teacher, also recognizes that Jesus Christ is a teacher come from God. The Lord Jesus Christ then instructed Nicodemus and all mankind in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We too here in the Apostolic Faith Church continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God, which is the good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. The Apostle Peter, being filled with the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, preached his first sermon to the Jews present in the city of Jerusalem in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Peter then confirmed the saving authority and power vested in the name of Jesus Christ in Acts 4.12 that reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none in the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Paul's turnabout in coming to the Lord Jesus Christ occurred quite suddenly and unexpectedly that the other believers at first were very cautious and skeptical about Paul because of his arrogance and unchallenged authority he used in persecuting the believers in Christ Jesus. Let us read his personal testimony in Acts 26, 9. I verily thought with myself that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Paul's personal meeting with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus was witnessed by his companions when he was struck down to the ground by a light from heaven. And in this light he heard the voice of Jesus Christ in Acts 9, 4 through 5. And he fell to the earth and he heard a voice saying unto him, saying, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Paul's spiritual encounter brought about his 
true repentance in every man, woman, and child who comes to the Lord Jesus Christ will also receive a personal encounter with him when they repent, believe, and are baptized by immersion in the name of Jesus Christ. Paul confirms his experience to King Agrippa in Acts 26, 6, and 7. And now I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of, our, of God unto our fathers, unto which promise our 12 tribes instantly serving God day and night hope to come. For which hope's sake, King Agrippa, I am accused of the Jews. Paul was converted from his traditional Jewish beliefs to the gospel of the kingdom of God. And he confessed in Romans 1.17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. And as is written, the just shall live by faith. Likewise, you and I have the same opportunity to assure our salvation today by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ instructed his disciples in Matthew 6.34, take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. When we accept the plan of salvation offered by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he will open our awareness to compare the value of eternal life in heaven above with the temporal things upon this earth that have no everlasting value. Paul adds this exhortation in Romans 2, 17 to 21 and 24. Behold, thou art called a Jew, and resteth in the law, and makest thy boast of God, and knowest his will, and approvest the things that are more excellent, being instructed out of the law, and art confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. Thou, therefore, which teachest another, teachest thou not thyself? Thou that preachest a man should not steal, dost thou steal? For the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles through you, as it is written. Simply put, we must follow the familiar adage which states that we must say what we mean and mean what we say. God's Holy Spirit outpoured upon the 120 on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem is the self-same Holy Spirit that dwells with us today. And who will help us to present ourselves spotless and blameless when it, we stand before him in judgment? And it is the self-same Holy Spirit whose fruits of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance establishes the foundation of godly living in our daily lives. Paul renders this instruction to God's pastors in Titus 2, 7, and 8. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. As believers... 
we are encouraged to live a life that is holy and acceptable unto God. Hence, we must pray for our leaders in the gospel to help them in their every work that we might live a quiet and peaceable life upon this earth. 1 Peter 4, 17 through 19 denotes this truth, for the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? And if the righteousness scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him well do, in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Godly leadership is key to being a good example and a good leader, which is always a, a good follower. We must all follow this scripture guide in Proverbs 15:33. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. As God-led leaders in the church, we must care for the saints of God who make up God's flock. Therefore, our conduct must be guarded in spiritual maturity, in personality, appearance, tactfulness, self-control, courage, authority, planning, self-motivation, and a confident attitude knowing that nothing is impossible with God. 1 Peter 5, 2 through 9 adds this encouragement. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being the ensamples to the flock, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Therefore, we are the Lord's example in the eyes of those who lead in prayer, sacrifice, perseverance, fasting, and long-suffering as we all patiently await the soon coming return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The psalmist offers this blessing in Psalms 118.24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This includes standing with the Lord Jesus Christ through every test, trial, and persecution, knowing that the joy of the Lord is our strength. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 states these comforting words, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you to be tempted. Above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. The Lord Jesus Christ is ever present with us, during this new year of 2017. And he has stated in his prophecy for the new year that this is the year to stand fast. We have a lively hope in Christ Jesus. And our greatest incentive is to keep ourselves on the straight and narrow path. 
leading to the kingdom of God. As Christian believers today, the world is carefully watching how we handle ourselves in our everyday situations and what we do each and every day for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our example to others will be realized when we see them come and accept the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ and pick up their cross and follow him. Galatians 2.20 grants us this truth. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. All of the apostles were able to give up their former lifestyles for a new life in Jesus Christ. And God's grace performed its notable work upon them all through their daily sacrifice and putting Jesus Christ first in their lives. We too are able to do the same and thereby see Jesus Christ as he works in our daily lives through our eyes of faith. We conclude today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ is the Gospel Sermon, with this word found in Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endure, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, standing fast in the faith with our Lord Jesus Christ and with our fellow saints of God, will be prepared to be ready to hear Jesus Christ call us up, his waiting bride saying, Come up hither! Come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sproud Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless you and keep you all in the hall of His hands. Our church band will close the program with a lively number entitled, Sunlight.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.